Hey guys, I am Morgan Larson and this is Totally Unorganized. In my quest to get it together in this one wild and awesome life, I realized I should talk with really rad people in my own life who I think have it together. I'm always chatting with somebody over a crazy shenanigan of mine, so I figured why not have people join me each week as I chit chat with my friends who inspire me with all of their togetherness. So I'm totally unorganized. The sky is the limit. So let's rage, people. I literally was like, I'm driving. I was like, I'm going to go over to Morgan's. We're doing the podcast. And Alan was like, well, you better turn your mic down. <gasps> was the first thing that he said. We're very loud. I know. We have a tendency to yeah, do that. We're so. very like animated. It's great. OMG. Here we Casey go. money. Is in his house. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. This is so exciting. This is real and it's happening. This is very fun. And we're both wearing our flannels today. I wore my flannel for you. Yeah, today we're rocking a flannel because your Seattle roots are really coming into your style today. Yeah, it's like my (laughs) hippie Northwest style. Yeah, it is. Okay, so this week, Casey Money, my extraordinary guest, (laughs) is the perfect combo of funny and serious. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) He is a hardworking guy that has done it all, from singing on Glee to performing in the movie No Strings Attached to dancing with the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. (laughs) I'm so excited. To waltzing in La La Land to ballrooming his way on Dancing with the Stars and choreographing for Shania Twain. No big freaking deal. (laughs) We worked on so many projects together. I can't even count them, Casey. I know. I literally was looking through my phone because – uh, you and I like to take our dip picture. We always do a dip picture. Yeah, I'll I, share that with everybody. Yeah, we should do a like a. We should do a dip. A post. We'll do a dip today, of course. Yeah. And then, like, I, I was counting. I think there was like ten. And then I was like, I like lost it. I was like, we've done so many. Yeah, we can't even count yeah. so, for real. But our most memorable movie would probably have to be Teen Beach Movie because that's where we met. That's <laughs> where we met. That's right. I know it was so fun listening to you and Chrissy talk about it too because it was bringing back all these crazy memories and. We yeah. raged. Like that's the only word. <laughs> yeah. No, it was life changing for sure. He is also one of my closest friends, and together we are just out here trying to thrive in life and make our dreams come true. <laughs> I know I talk a lot about girl bosses, but Casey, I just want to tell you, you're the ultimate guy boss. Yes! <laughs> and you can rock a flannel like no other, so congrats. <laughs> yes. I cannot wait to chit-chat with you about all the things that make you radical, so without further ado, Casey Money, welcome to the His House. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here on unorganized totally unorganized you <laughs> forgot that oh, totally sorry. take two i am so excited to be here today on totally unorganized oh my gosh the fans are gonna go crazy <laughs> can't you hear them my three fans <laughs> <laughs> no but in all seriousness this is so cool because it's you know it's like all of your worlds combined and it's i'm really proud of you and you are what I like to call a doer, and I think that's why you and I have gotten along so well over these years, and we've grown together because it takes a lot. It's you know, it takes a lot of you know, it's ballsy to put yourself out there and to be doing your own creations and your own things, and so I'm proud of you. Oh, up top, <laughs> and we did it really light, so yeah, it wouldn't like, affect the audio. That's right, because Morgan told me I can't touch the mic. So <laughs> I'm struggling here. <laughs> It's so hard, right? I want to be Britney Spears. So. Always. I just always want to be Britney. <laughs> and so do you. So good choice on Anyways, mics. Anyways, yeah, good choice. Thank you, Amazon. Thank you so much. Amazon. Shout out. <laughs> okay, so I just want to tell everybody, because they should know, 
obviously we don't have to talk about it because we do this all the time, but we always have breakfast meat cutes. Always. Can you explain what a breakfast meat cute is? Okay. Breakfast meat cutes are like, they started actually in Puerto Rico after like months of filming in the sand wearing <laughs> combat boots, jeans, cake makeup, leather jackets while dancing full out in the sand for hours and hours. You have to have a reboot. So we started meeting, I think like the second or third week we're like let's do breakfast downstairs so that we can, so that we can get in the mood yes because you have to it's a lot like it was we had it was a lot there's a lot going on and we had to like reboot and reset and refocus because we wanted to do our best yeah and so now it's turned into like what how many years ago was that was that 2012 yeah wow that's crazy so like over the years me and you've just met every like probably like once a month maybe yeah like you know if we can and we just like reboot each other and we talk about what we're doing and we inspire each other and we tell each other like what's working and what's not. And it's good. It's so awesome. And we've gotten to do it in so many cities. So like it started in Puerto Rico, yes. but then we've like obviously, obviously mastered L.A. Yes. We've covered a oh lot of gosh. ground. <laughs> <laughs> you name a coffee shop you and I haven't been we, to. I know. <laughs> and like sometimes we show up like disheveled sweats and like <laughs> – like hair everywhere and it's just like not a cute moment and then sometimes we both show up and we're like we are on point snatched <laughs> we it's like without even talking about it we've nailed it and yeah. then we're like oh today's gonna be even rader today's you know? gonna be a rad day <laughs> but it was like because we don't really sleep that much together collectively like we just are always our mind is like kind of racing all the time and so it kind of started this like breakfast meet cute idea which i totally suggest everyone should start with their like besties 100 <laughs> percent it's really helped us through like a lot of stuff. Yes. But it started because we like were filming all day and then we just like couldn't sleep and then we're like, okay, let's just ch chat about life and the day. Okay, now let's power through and move forward. Exactly. Anyways. Exactly. So, okay. So what is your breakfast order? Okay. My breakfast order is always a scramble with spinach, onions, bell pepper, and sometimes tomatoes and sometimes goat cheese depending on my mood and then if i'm like dieting or trying to like get my body together i'll do no toast and i'll do tomato slices on the side isn't no toast just the worst day it's ever? the worst <laughs> day ever because you and i love our toast i love toast and pancakes and croissants oh. like anything savory like i'm there and you're baking now so like i mean no big deal okay we've got a baker <laughs> we've got a baker between the two of us and we're gonna try and thrive that's right oh my gosh okay so let's now let's now get to some some important stuff okay, okay. that was really it. fun and awesome blah 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 have breakfast okay so wait I, side note yeah i have to say too that our breakfasts were so influenced into our lives that we created a video about making breakfast oh my together. gosh remember yes it was a few years ago it's called love and breakfast love and breakfast you yeah. have to check it out yeah youtube but that's it's like what we do every day in like choreography form i guess i'll i'll attach that too so that they can yeah. see the full full Gosh. casey money and all of our <laughs> <laughs> breakfast shenanigans that's right <laughs> but let's just consider the rest of this interview like we're just recording one of our breakfasts perfect if that's the this right is, word. i mean this is it's already started like that so i mean it's our, we're already there Go okay <laughs> okay so i am very excited over your latest credit that I didn't include in your bio because this is a really big deal, okay? <laughs> you choreographed a duet on So You Think You Can Dance this season. Yeah. And not only was it great, it was outstanding <laughs> because it's featured as a season favorite on the finale. Like, yeah. are you flipping kidding me? Oh, my God. And guess who is going 
tonight to watch it. <laughs> we are going. We're going. <laughs> Morgan's coming with me. I'm so excited. I'm going to go see it. I didn't see it live the first time. It no. was a few weeks ago. But tonight, we're going to nail it. It's going to be epic. And I'm going to clap so hard. We are going to go through it again, and like it's going to happen again. Okay, so if you haven't seen the duet, can you kind of explain the duet, Kay. why you felt it was really important to bring to the show, yes. and I guess how you feel about this really big opportunity for you as a choreographer? Yeah, so... The duet is about the moment that I decided to come out to people who are closest to me and my family, my friends, like you and 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 Baga and Marco and all these people, Mandy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just about like this really scary moment that later learning it wasn't really about like what I was thinking. It was about what other people were going to think of me. And then in hindsight, it's really about just being who you are and celebrating uh the beauty that each like individual has and so it was a really difficult thing for me to do as you know as one of my best friends and um yeah like it was really cool first of all shout out to like jeff thacker and mandy moore parker jones and robert roldan for their incredible producing team like i've been working on this dance for about like a year and a half and like version one is very different than the than the dance you've seen and it's really this awesome kind of collaborative uh, team, like bringing together like the best of the best of like what people want to like say and what they what they have to say. And it was a huge moment for me because I got to like do my very first big uh, like choreography debut on television. It was on So You Think You Can Dance, which is like I've assisted Mandy on a lot of duets and um, and Chris Scott a couple of times and just. It, it really, um, I don't know, it, it was like a big, mo- it was a big full circle moment for me because when I first moved out to LA when I was 18, I was always helping Mandy with these duets and like just being a part of that creative process and then finally for them to be like, hey, well, we want to do the dance this season, let's do it. And it was just like, oh my gosh, and it was just a big moment. I've been waiting, you know, we've been in this industry for a very long time and we've been, you know, successful commercial dancers and I've been doing trying to do choreography and doing my own projects and so it's really nice to be able to be recognized for like that aspect of what we do yeah it so. is okay you have to watch <laughs> sorry it. that was like, long no it was, no that is so good it, and like i know how excited you are and i know that it was just like such a big deal for yeah. you to even pick because you do a lot of jazz yeah. but this specific dance is contemporary yeah and the story is just like it means a lot i think for people to see yeah. you know and, and yeah. like the out, so what's really crazy is like, you know, you're sitting there and they're like, it's going live and you can't do anything. And like, as a dancer, like we are control freaks and we're perfectionists and like, you know, from dancing with the stars, like 10, nine, eight, seven, six. And you're like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, Brandon, how does the first, like, what's the first move? What's and he's the like, first yeah, and he's like, it's a kick to the split to the floor to come out. I'm oh, like, oh, three, split. two, one. It's like, boop, <laughs> kick, split. And, um, you know, you can't, as a choreographer, you're sitting there and you're like, oh my gosh, I have no control over what's about to happen and I just have to sit here. And then even once, like, it's like, I hope they don't screw up. And then once it's done, you're like, oh crap, now the judges have to say something and like, they're honest, which is great. Like, it's like, so I'm like, please God, make, you know, <laughs> like I hope it, it goes great and I just hope that it's received well. And um, I've received so much outpouring from social media of people 
parents who, you know, want to start the conversation of, like, their child, you know, who they think are gay or, you know, transgendered or whatever it is, and they're, they're like, is a letter a good idea? Because I wrote a letter to my mom mm-hmm. and my dad, and that's what the piece is about, that first moment of them reading it, and, like, have, I never had the conversation with them. So, um, anyway, people have reached out being like, is a letter a good way to start the conversation? Kids have reached out to me being like, I'm, I'm in the closet still, and this piece really helped me. Um, like the kids have a couple of kids have reached out saying like that they're in the process of coming out and that I don't know just it was yeah like really a really cool thing that something that I struggled with so personally that was really hard for me as an individual could even help one person let alone like this plethora of people that have come forward to be like oh like that really helped you know it gave me confidence or it helped me kind of think about the way to start the conversation is like mind blowing to me. Yeah. So yeah, that's like, I think why in like a nutshell, like all of these things kind of came full circle in my life, dance, real life, like friends, colleagues, uh, mentors, like everything just kind of clashed together. And I was, yeah. told a really good story. Yeah. And like, we love stories. And so you picked like one from the heart and it like really worked. And I guess, like, for, for those of you who haven't really seen the piece, you know, like, there's a boy and a girl, and then the girl reads the letter. Mm-hmm. And then I just love how – I'm not going to give too much away because I want them to watch <laughs> it. But I just love how she, like, was okay with everything. It was, yeah. like, such a bright, like, hopeful, yeah. like, feeling of, of, like, coming out and, like, knowing that you're still loved and yes. that everything's going to work out. And, like, yes. it was just And that really experience good. might not be – that might not be what everyone experienced because I, you know, even the judges said like they know people that have been, you know, they got kicked out of their house for being who they are or whatever. But I think, you know, it's worth it to be loved for who you are than to, you know, not to like be half loved for someone you're not, you know? And, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just like a really crazy big moment. <laughs> like it was so wild. I know that's why I had it's to so start. Crazy. I was like, okay, I can't start with this because it's like we gotta yeah. build up. But then it had to be the second question just yeah. because I know, like, just how dear to your heart it was. Well, and it's about when you come out, you think like it's all you know. It's like you, there are people that support you. You supported me, Mandy. Like, pe- just like everyone. I don't know. It it turns into this thing that becomes bigger than you and it's like if you can get to, if you can get to the other side of that it's so worth it and like it's like a thousand pound weight off your shoulders and like you and i have gotten close like just i just you have that guard up when mm-hmm. you're like when you're in the closet or whatever it is you're struggling with well if you can break down that wall or <laughs> that door or whatever like it just yeah it's like it's so worth it and so like if just one person could have been inspired it's like the job's been done you know yeah. No, I absolutely love it, and I'm so proud of you. Thanks for <laughs> you it. nailed it. Thank you. Gosh, that's um, so fun. How crazy. I know. How crazy. It's wild. Life it's just, is wild. It's wild to see, like, dreams come true. Well, and you and I are dreamers. Like, we've always said, like, you and I always, we've done the work, and we will work our asses off to make sure. We're perfection, and we want it to be good. I, like, all those little, like, these little videos that I do, a lot of them have to do with just life experience or whatever. Like a lot of the stories are about love and like just, you know, life. And I think that's why you and I, um, we're dreamers, we're doers, we're people that it's, you know, we, we buck up and we say, okay, let's do this. And like, no matter what people think, it's like, it's what we want to do, you know? And we both have, we're both storytellers. We both, um, are inspired by life, you know? And 
if I see something that I want to do immediately, like, I'm not just going to wait for the audition. Like, Correct. yeah, I can, but that's going to be, like, years. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll just do my <laughs> version of, like, what I wanted to do anyways. And is it a hit? Mm, we don't know. But sometimes, <laughs> like, at least it's out there, and you know? And you learned from what you're doing. Like, I do a bunch of, like, my own choreography videos, but I – I want to. I want. I am a director. I want to be a director. I want to direct feature films. So the more that I can take upon myself to learn every avenue and aspect of how that works, I can be a better director later in my life. You know, telling you know, giving people direction, telling people what to do, budget sheet. Like you know, the more that we do, the more that we'll learn, and the better we'll be later. You know. Yeah, and it's like a lot of times, like you don't. Like, you just, you don't get the part until it's your time. Yeah. But, like, if and you haven't done anything until that time, like, what yes. are, what's to show for it? So, even if it's just something on YouTube or even if it's, like, an IGTV video or Correct. whatever it is, it's like, hey, it's I'm a choreographer. Look it. I did this. Yep. There's, a, there's about four views on it, but no, I, I like it. Right. Or there's, like, whatever, you know? Then you have all this pool of stuff that, like, you did that you can show someone, and, and then you're like, hey, I want to be a choreographer. Yep. Look what I did. And I like, want to be a director. That's what I want to do. And I think, like, Andy Warhol, who, like, shout out to Miguel Zarate on scholarship. He was my scholarship teacher for a long time, and he's someone that I've remained good friends with, and he's an, you know, he's an artist. And we are we are artists. Like, that's what we do. We're, like, in any in any avenue we choose, making things, you know, acting, dancing, directing, whatever, it's art. So, like, you do it, and then you put it out there. And I think Andy Warhol, Miguel uh, had mentioned this in class, but it's like you, you do art, and then as people judge it, you make more art. So, like, that's that simple, you know, and it's all sub subjective. So as long as you learn something, like, bottom line, that's good, but you'll learn to be like, okay, that worked, that didn't work, this was good, this was bad, whatever, you know, like, yeah. you learn as you go. Yeah. So. I remember um, one time, John Chu, he directed Crazy Rich Asians, and, like, so Love many other John. things, and we, we've worked with him a lot, we've Virgin done America. Virgin America video! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've done, we like, flat a, we've done, like, a few things with him, but he's also really thrived he's, without oh, us. <laughs> talk about a doer, huh? Yeah. yeah, but I remember he told me once, he was just like, He's like, wake up every day and do the craft you wanted to do. So if it's like, I'll just use my baking example. Yes. Like, I just started doing, you know, Instagram lives because I was just like, I, I just want to bake today. And for a second, I was like, eh, I could be a chef, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I did that that day. But in terms of, like, dancer to choreographer to, like, just industry things mm -hmm. or just even if you're a nurse and, like, yeah. I don't know. It can be – it can relate to anything, but just, like, wake up and do one thing that you actually want to do. So, like, yes. he started just directing tiny little things just like you with your YouTube videos and yeah. all this stuff. Like, it doesn't – you don't know it's relating to your craft until, like, you yeah. have all this content. And, and you never really know good. who's going to see it. Like, you never – it's – you just – you do it because you love to do it. And, like, we didn't choose this profession because we're going to be billionaires. We chose it because it, like, it literally drives us. Like, how many times have we seen La La Land? And, I, like, we still, like, I'll call you and be like, Morgan. Devastatingly crying. <laughs> like, just, I'll be like, Morgan, she didn't even smile at him. Like, she couldn't. And what do I always say? <laughs> what do you always say? She couldn't. She couldn't. She couldn't because, like, you're just people in your life for a reason and, like, they went through all that experience together, and they are the reason why they are successful. And it's just like a powerful lightning in a bottle moment together. And then it's just like that's what it was. Goosebumps. I know. Just like, we have to watch it after this <laughs> interview. <laughs> yeah, because like and like it's just it's 
that movie represents what we do as artists so well. And Damien Chazelle is, and Mandy Moore and Mike Riccio and Jillian, Jillian Myers, <laughs> man. Like, just, like, what a beautiful ode to cinematic choreography to, like, you know, choreography and film history and just, I don't know, it's you and I, like, we, we just love that movie and it just represents the dreamers. Like, that's what we do, you know? Yeah. This podcast, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's awesome, you know, it's awesome. And, like, I'm proud of us for always doing, like, yeah. no matter what, you know, like, we'll oh do it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so alongside with this doer mentality, yeah. have, have you always been like this? Can you kind of yeah. set the scene of, like, the Seattle version of <laughs> little Casey Money <laughs> and, like, what happened? He had a mullet. Stop. Yeah, he had a you mullet. You should bring that back. Those are kind of in. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. Like my dad's always been a big driving force and like work ethic and mentality. Like we would have to like stack wood when I was younger and like chop wood and we would have to like, just, he was, you know, like he was like a, a good person to be like, you're respectful. You do your job and you do it well. And like, don't half-ass anything. Like he, he like is a big believer on that. And I think I've always been like that. Like I've, al I've always been a driven person. Like, I've always, like, I got, like, straight A's in high school because it bothered me if I, like, didn't for some reason. I just wanted to, I'm a perfectionist, um, and I'm very OCD about, like, uh, certain things like that. And so it's just been instilled, I think, from a young age from my father, just, like, do it and do it well. And if you're going to do it, you never half-ass it, which has been, like, follow it's, it's followed me my whole life. I love that. Yeah. Did you like always grow up dancing or how did you get to LA? Like, can you kind of tell that story? Like, I feel like your parents are pretty supportive of yeah. all of your big dreaming dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've met your teacher because I used to, I taught one of like Kirsten. her students. Kirsten Cooper. Like so shout crazy. out to Kirsten Cooper. And what's the dance studio? Westlake Dance Center. Ooh. Shout out to Sherry Lewis. <laughs> yeah. No, these people changed my life in a way that like, you know, Again, full circle, like, I used to get bullied in school for, like, being a ballet dancer. You know, do you do ballet? And I'd be like, no, no. And, like, yeah, I did. And <laughs> <laughs> news to you, yeah, I did. Um, Newsflash. Newsflash. And just, they, I don't know, like, I, I started dancing when I was really young. I was, like, third grade or something. Uh, I started out tap, like, tap, jazz, you know, the usuals. Um, love tap dancing. Like, it's, like, one of my favorite things. I still, you know, am fortunate enough to get to do get to do today um on, on some jobs here and there that come around um and yeah like I just I, I grew up loved dancing did it just I remember like I came off stage for the first time and my mom was in the wings and I was just like I want to do that again like and my mom was like that's awesome and she just kept but I had you know my again my dad he was like well we didn't have a lot of money growing up so he's like we can't afford this it's really expensive like dance is expensive so I would go to my grandma's house every Monday and like mow her lawn and do yard work. And like, he would come with me and do it with me. Like for like maybe like eight or nine years of my life, all the way up until I was like a junior in high school, I did that. So she paid for my dance. Um, and then I, when I got like, I remember I was sitting at LADF, shout out to Edge, Bill Prudich. Um, I was sitting in the audience at this competition and, and I remember seeing Kirsten Cooper choreography, um, and it just like changed my life. It was to the White Stripes. Uh, I'm gonna fight them off. Uh, and it just, I remember sitting in the audience and being like, my like, it like, it clicked. And I was like, I wanna go to that studio and I wanna learn like how to dance. And I did. And I was like, I'm doing it. So I went and 
Kirsten trained me for four years and she taught me a lot about dance and what I know today. And she's been a huge driving force. And then she was like, hey, there's this program called Scholarship down at Edge Performing Arts Center. And I you know, graduated high school in June. And then I flew down to LA to audition. I got it. And then by like August, the last week in August, I was living in LA with Audrey Douglas and Casey <laughs> <Joe>. <laughs> Also really rad people. Yes. They are really good. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, yeah. And then after, you know, scholarship happened, and I learned a lot from Bill and Randy, and it was awesome. What was your first job? So after, so you completed, okay. how long was the scholarship? It's a, it was a year. a year. It's different okay. now, but it was from September to September. We went there the last week in August to learn how to, like, do the front desk, because you have to work at the front desk as part of the training thing, as part of the scholarship. Um, it's like everything a studio entails, kind of. Yeah, and you are dancing 10 hours a day yeah. for 360 days a year. Like, it's crazy. And you are – you are you do ballet every day. Like, you're in the best dance shape of your life. And, like, um, anyway, our scholarship year, for some reason, we were all very close. Like, Elizabeth Petrin, Mandy Corpinen, Casey Joe, Audrey Doe. Like, all these people are still working today. Like, we're all still here doing it. And a lot of, a lot of times, you know, maybe a quarter or an eighth of the people stay and do it. Um, but we all graduated, and then the week before we were going to graduate, uh, Jason Meyer and Tina Landon were choreographing for Rihanna, and they were doing the, the Disturbia performance on the VMAs, and they needed extra dancers, and we all got hired together to do the VMA opening number for Rihanna. Oh, my gosh. And it was gosh. just so cool. I freaking loved the song <laughs> Disturbia. When I was in college, all I wanted to just, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was. And I remember, like, it was really epic. And there, it's so funny. So we're, like, sitting there, and Rihanna's in, like, this big cake-like tower. It's like a chariot. Think, like, a, you know, like a seven-tier like wooden cake chariot thing she had like her short hair and she was so like her vibe was so cool was and it like this uh-huh and sorry it, i just described her like a bang hair swoop. like a bang swoop yes. across one eye it and, was everything <laughs> and me and elizabeth petrin who is a great friend of mine still and we're sitting there backstage she was on scholarship with me and we're, we're like sitting there and we're with these young dancers and we're both standing next to each other waiting to go on and we're like in zombie makeup and we, we don't know what's happening like these doors are about to open with the smoke. We're about to like enter in, and it was so fun. And we're looking up at her, and she was looking down at us, and she looked at Elizabeth and was like, you look so beautiful. And then Elizabeth said, thanks, you look really tall. Oh <laughs> and then she turned to me, and she like mouthed like, oh, my God. I can't believe she said that. And I was like, Rihanna just talked to you. Like, <laughs> she's so tall. She's so, she, was so, she was like you know, nine feet up in the air. And anyway – um, yeah, and then after that, um, like right, like a week after that, I booked um, the movie Fame, the remake of the movie Fame with Marguerite Derricks, and that like changed my life forever because I was like, it was about high schoolers, and I was the right look and age, and just you yeah. know happened right timing, like we always talk about, it's like a perfect timing, and she's been a huge part of my career, and yeah, it's it was awesome. Well, it's it's interesting because, like. Okay, so one of our movies that we really like is Country Strong. Oh. And there's a song <laughs> called Timing is Everything. You've got to listen to it. It's I'm like going to wear you down. Garrett Hedlund and Oh my Oh my god, the girl from Gossip Girl. Oh my what gosh, is her name? Why are we blanking? Come on. Okay, not Blake Lively, the other girl from Gossip Girl. Is Blake Lively? I've never seen Gossip Girl. Oh um, my gosh, you got to you got to do your research. Uh, <laughs> it's whatever. 
the it's best such a movie. good song. We'll we'll link it. I don't know. One day we'll do a dance to it. It's so good, but it's such. Uh, like we we love that phrase like timing is everything yeah. okay just like wait it out whatever the but whole end of the chorus is timing is everything yeah but when you were doing fame that was your first like going from studio dancer to a film dancer mm -hmm. correct right correct. besides like vma performance is a little different you that still get to like, rage you that still was get like, to yeah, that was like an be extra really bonus. full out but like there's such a difference between you know dancing really full out in the studio and for like all these award shows versus like dancing on film correct and like we learned like for me, Teen Beach Movie was my first job, and so right. I didn't even know that that was a world that we could even be a part of. Like, yes, I've always loved movies my whole life, but I didn't know like how important and amazing it was yeah. until like we did that. But did you have that that feeling, you know, when you did Fame? Interesting, because I think a lot of I th I would say a lot of young dancers who think to themselves when they're younger, like I want to be a professional dancer. You have I didn't have any idea. I think even on scholarship. I was just happy to be accepted to a program that I, you know, I got to train and dance for free. And so to have, yeah, like I, it's, you don't realize that what commercial dance even is, you know, commercial dance, in my opinion, is anything that has like a camera in front of you, you know? So I remember like calling my mom and being like, I booked a movie and I've always loved movies. I've always made movies. I've always like the old VHS camcorders, I would make movies with my, like, neighborhood friends, and I would direct them, and we would make, like, soldier, you know, people disappear. I've always been into that, but I didn't realize that what my career would be, like, a lot of TV and film, or, like, I don't think a lot of young dancers realize that that's a big avenue to go down. Yeah, and I didn't know that it was, there's little bubbles and, like, little pockets in, in every life, like, whatever world that you're in. But yeah. especially in the dance world, there's, like, this yeah. commercial vibe bubble, you know? There's this, like, tour. you're dancing for a tour, yep. an artist, Beyonce, yep. like, whatever. And they're very different worlds. Yeah, very different worlds. And then there's, like, these class takers and, like, all this huge video content that's, oh like, gosh. all over Instagram yes. and YouTube and all that. There's... There's a lot of other worlds I'm missing, but <laughs> no, but that's like a that's, <laughs> a, that's, yeah, that's a great that's like description. That's like the bulk in LA, you mm -hmm. know. And like I moved out to LA because I would have died to dance for Rihanna. Like that, I <laughs> I was listening to Disturbia, being like, "Yep, one day we're gonna be besties," <laughs> you know. I was listening to Gwen Stefani since I was born, <sighs> and I was like, that's "We're for girl. sure gonna be besties." And every time I audition for anything, <laughs> it never works out. Like it's a flop. Like, well, the biggest flop. But yet with TV and film, like, mm -hmm. I, it, I am okay at it, you know? Like, yeah. I'm like, that's what life is pushing me towards. And mm -hmm. it's, like, so fun, and it's very different. And um, I wish I could, like, there would be a class from, like, Studio Kid to, you know, like, the commercial scene because it's very different. Yeah. And once you get thrown in it, then you kind of start to master it, and it's really fun. Yeah, and it's so weird, like, <laughs> Elizabeth Petrin and I and Mandy Corpernan, they did a duet the same week a month ago that I did my first they, they've done it for like three seasons already choreographed on, so on, choreographed on So You Think and like it was just so fun to have them there and uh, we were talking to Al Blackstone who's, be who's become a great friend of ours and w he was asking about how we all met and anyway it was fun to hear Elizabeth talk about scholarship because I think that's a great any young dancer that's listening to this investigate edge scholarship program because she was she had mentioned to al blackstone like i wouldn't trade it for the world because it it literally without without knowing and like we just it was a shoe in kind of in the industry like we were used to 
the like pace of it because they got us ready for it. So like if anyone is interested in learning about that, I think a good first step for anyone that we had all done was edge scholarship. Yeah. So, you guys always talk about it and yeah, because like it's a, everyone who's done it, it like, was our college. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it was your Arizona state, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. U of A. U of A. It's Sorry. okay. Don't, Sorry. don't even worry. I'm, no, it's a, it, <laughs> they're a different school people. <laughs> it is very different. Hey, guess who else went to college with you? Justin Devera. Yes. Who is like, like one of my brothers. Like I love him. He, we did Glee together for a long time and he's like so awesome. Yeah. And I Justin love Devera danced with Britney Spears. He's danced with like oh every artist. He's been Justin on tour. Bieber. Like we, we, we went on tour together on the Glee tour and literally he's been on tour for like eight months, uh, eight years. <laughs> like I haven't seen eight him Eight months since. plus eight years. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> 8.8. 8.8. No, he's he's a rat time. Yeah. I really So I of really course, of course U of A like you guys are all amazing. Yeah. So. It was it, yeah. It was quite Pam Chu, quite U of a, a gem. No. So Pam Chu and I we know each other from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yes, I have a lot of different worlds that kind of collide in LA, but yet I still don't really know that many people. <laughs> Even though <laughs> Me either. we all know the same people yeah. and it's like crazy <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Okay, so this is more of a fun question that I thought we could do. It kind of ties into like our movie Great. love, you oh, know? I'm excited. So I'm really excited for this question because <laughs> I think it's funny. But okay. I just, I want you to close your eyes. Okay, I'm closing my eyes. I want you to picture yourself in a scary movie. Okay. Okay? What role do you think that you would be? Okay, listen. You, you would, maybe you would be like, you'd step in front of a crush and you'd save the day, or you'd be, you'd have an epic fight scene, and then like ultimately not survive. Like for me, I feel like I want to have that hero moment so badly, but I would probably be the girl that like stepped out of the shower, <laughs> slipped on a rug, <laughs> hit my head, and probably didn't make it accidentally, and then everyone in the movie would think I got mor- murdered. You know? <laughs> so oh my God. what do you think? Okay, I already know. I'm definitely because I'm I'm a like. My dance teacher, Kirsten, told me this growing up. My parents, like, we are very dramatic people. So, like, I would literally die to die in a movie. And so, like, I'm very dramatic. And I think, like, I would definitely be, like, the heroine that would try to run up and, like, ah, and I'd miss. And they would just go, (laughs) and I'd be, like, blood. And I'd be like, ah, and I'd get to die, and that would be like a dream. Your epicness would just for sure, and it'd probably be die. like three seconds long. Like oh. it would be like on <laughs> the next other person that's just yeah. like and winning be, the battle. It would be on the director's cut DVD release, not in the actual movie, because I'd already probably told like people like, oh, I'm gonna be in this movie, and I get to die, and it wouldn't be, make the movie. I mean, story of our lives. <laughs> the story bo- of our lives. The roles that we just created. <laughs> They're yeah. really top notch. Top notch. <laughs> We're top tier people. You know what I'm Get saying? Get into <laughs> us. Hello. Learn how a podcast works. <laughs> okay, so that was amazing. Good job. Okay, I closed my eyes too. That I whole know time. you closed I your had eyes. To see it. I wish like everyone could see it, but it was awesome, and you were so invested, and <laughs> I really you. thank you. You really got it together. Thank that you. That was another reason why I really think you get it together. <laughs> okay, so here's a little bit of a top secret bit of info about me. Okay. I love to shop in the boys section. <laughs> I know this about you. I know, but nobody else does. Oh, sorry. Or yeah. actually, probably. <laughs> I forgot we were doing the <laughs> podcast. I literally was like, I, I was like, I, I know. Uh, hello, Casey. I know you know this. Okay, so I really dig your flannels, <laughs> Thank and you. you have an interesting selection in your closet. Yeah. So, do you have like a go-to spot that like you mm. you rock a good flannel at? Like, this is your store. Is it? Are they all from Seattle? Like, no. where they they seem pretty delicious. Yeah, it's so f- my boyfriend Alan. Like he, he's like it's like a joke. Like my whole side of the closet is like all flannels, as you know. 
and his side's like these cute like button ups and things. And like just recently, I've been like <laughs> investigating non flannels, <laughs> which I brought over today because we're going or like to so more professional. Just flannels. yeah, like I just want you know I'm like okay, I wore those anyway. The answer is these flannels have come from everywhere. Um, a, like probably like. I used to have a lot from Seattle, but I've like outgrown them or they've gotten dirty or ripped or so they've gone away. But I have like two from Seattle probably now that I really love. But my new favorite is like Scotch and Soda. They have the best flannels. And then um what's the other one with the sewing machines in the uh in the windows all the time? Uh Rag and Rag Bone. Rag and Bone. Don't even they get me started. Have some incredible flannels. And so you know, I think, okay, this is a fun fact. Alan told me, my boyfriend Alan told me that Artem <laughs> told him who, you guys, Artem has the best flannels ever. And Artem had told Alan once, like, just, you know, spend the money on, like, a really nice piece every once in a while, and then you'll build, like, your closet, which, like, best advice. Because best advice ever. So now I'll spend, like, you know, a little bit more money on some nice flannels. and On, on, your, on like, a top-selected prime piece Correct. that represents Casey money. That's right. So yeah, like I've been, I've just recently gotten to the point in my life where I feel comfortable spending the money on like some like nice pieces. Far as and Artem few. Would say. Uh-huh. Yeah. My sister Taylor would always tell me to do that. And I, I just was like, I want to go to forever 21, get every single same. color in, in like whatever that I want in the skirt that I want the shirt, whatever, you know, you and I are the same. <laughs> I know. But then once I shifted that mindset, it was like, it's so fun to wear clothes yeah. now, you know? Well, and, and, you're, and you're so chic and you're so good at like styling and that's like, you know, a lot of your world. And I've never been someone that like really growing up, I didn't care. Like I was just and like, I didn't have money growing up. Like my parents, like we were, you know, we were, we were okay, but like it, we didn't have extra money to be spending on like clothes. So we would go to like Target or whatever, which also Target has some great stuff too. Like I still go there. Target's <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. Like, like, are I you still, kidding? I just bought some swimming trunks from Target that I love. And everyone's like, where'd you get those? I'm like, Target. They have really good <laughs> exercise wear also. Side yeah. note, side note, yeah. athleisure is my jam. <laughs> and I like love everything about Target. And they yeah. also have a good frame yeah. in a gallery wall. Yeah. I mean, it's like they've got everything. But I just really, I really dig your style. And I want you to keep it up because okay. I really feel like you get it together yeah. in well, that area too. You know what helped was up when we went to Venice, um, Abbott Kenny. Oh, you mean when I pretty womaned you? She pretty womaned me, everybody. <laughs> I was literally like Morgan because I'm the type of person in like – I just wear the same thing over and over. Like I have like my like four, like I have like my five shirts and my like six pairs of pants and I just kind of like cycle them through. And um, recently I was like, Morgan, you need to take me shopping uh, and I need to get some new clothes. And then we literally went there for the whole day and I walked out with like seven new things, which I all, I love all of them. And then you can pair them together. You can pair them separately with your old clothes. Like I'm all about like, yeah. And that Adidas (sighs) track jacket, I mean, get out. Stop. <laughs> Don't. When you came out with a Sporty Spice moment, was like, I was <gasps> like, I need that in the same color. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, okay. Enough about that. Um, what show are you binging right now? Because we mm, talk about this a lot mm, at our mm, breakfasts. Yes. And I want you to tell me everything. I want you to think long and hard about it because we always okay. banter about that back and forth. Yeah. Like, for me, Veronica Mars, I've been huge into Hulu right now. So, like, I binged Veronica Mars and there's this thing called Serengeti it's like all about animals yeah. <laughs> with Lupita she narrates it and I was <laughs> like oh my god I'm like sitting there it's crying so over a zebra and like yeah. a baby cub no big deal yeah. but we also love a good Schitt's Creek on oh Netflix. my god David David I mean, uh, so this this um 
far be it for me. <laughs> I'm going to be Moira this year for Halloween. I'm going to make Alan be um, John. Okay, <laughs> if you have not seen the show, <laughs> like, I can't even look at you. It's brilliant. I was in New York spending a lot of time with Marguerite doing Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and she was like, I tried a couple times. I was like, girl, I know. Like, I, I was like, I did the same thing. And now she will not watch the next episode, and she'll keep watching episodes because she doesn't want it to be over. I don't I, I'm it, so scared for it to be over. It's so clever, so well done. Like Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Yeah. So incredible. And like the wigs, it just kind of like encompasses everything I love. That's a great show. I love right now, Alan and I have been watching The Handmaid's Tale, which is like Next level. Next level, and it's really hard to watch, and it's it's like close to like you know it's just it's like weird, and I think a lot of people are like, wow, it's not far off from like our maybe our crazy society today in terms of just like the future, and which is good. It's like it's art, but the way it's filmed, the camera work. I mean, the camera is literally one centimeter away from Elizabeth's face every second, and it's these long takes, and like the camera does like these flips. It's so well done. The tone is so beautiful the way it's shot the like it's incredible the act it's just like a beautiful piece of like artwork and i love the colors and i love the music oh, it's the music the is music really good because you don't expect some yeah of the music. they'll play like a rock song yeah and it's like this like and they'll bring back like an old school jam that they like remix yes and did, like the best awesome thing yeah too. It's yeah awesome. and I then the other show um that uh, like I've been watching that's been newer to me on Amazon Prime is called uh, Fleabag. And it's, you haven't told me about this. I know. And like we, I was, we were, I was going to wait for our next breakfast thing, but it's about this, like just this kind of like eccentric girl finding her way, like her sister and her weird husband aren't getting along. And she's just this girl who is who she is, but she breaks the fourth wall all the time. I love and that. she looks at the camera and like winks a lot and like goes back to what she's talking about and she's always talking to the camera and it's something that's never been done and like Scott Hislop and I have been like writing the show recently and we've been learning a lot about like what shows and that just like what makes it original what makes it great and like that show if you can watch Fleabag on Amazon on Prime, Amazon Prime check it out I think she's up for an Emmy actually really for that role mm -hmm. okay yeah we'll watch it you'll get it you're gonna watch oh the first God. episode and die and it's you so also good. mentioned Marvelous Mrs. Maisel oh, I cannot yeah. I lose yes. it no. every time and that's also on Amazon Prime so you yes. should you should watch those and that's an incredible incredible oh, Rachel good job. Brosnahan, Brosnahan mm -hmm. is incredible and she's so fun to work with and she's like the most kindest human being you've ever met and she like Marguerite and her watching them work together is like outrageously fun and and you're gonna be on what episodes uh, do we know we don't know yet I but it's the next season right yeah i'm in two i think okay. i'm in like the um i'm in the first i think it's the pilot or not the pilot sorry episode like the first episode of a new season um, okay and i I have a line. <laughs> so excited. I know you called me and you were you were glowing. And I, I was like, okay. Well, I called you because I was nervous. <laughs> yeah. But we can't be too excited because we never Correct. know. We always tell each other stuff and then it gets cut. You might have to edit that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it gets cut, it's yeah. devastating because yeah. Yeah, it's a long story. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you and I relate on kind of being the underdog. And I mean that in like the biggest, baddest compliment ever. Yeah, okay? for sure. Because we kind of just come around the corner with a really strong cannonball. Always. We're just waiting to Coming jump in into hot. the pool. <laughs> Coming in hot. And I feel like like that is just where like in my eyes like you really shine and like get it together okay because you never give up and you make things happen Thanks. even when it doesn't seem like things are happening do you feel like that you are like that yes absolutely yeah um you know i'll never forget this 
like Mandy Moore once told me who she's been like an incredible mentor my whole life growing up in dance and like since I before like our teacher my teacher and, and her were very close growing up in LA together and so like Robert Roldan and I have been very close and I've gotten to come to LA when I was younger and like train and she told me that she said case put your head down and do the work and I I like heard it but like I didn't really like understand what that meant until like this year where it's just like how bad do you want it you know like how bad are you how much do you want it and how 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 much are you willing to like make it work and that way you don't have to rely on like who you know or you know like how beautiful you can be or whatever it's you're you're doing what you're doing because you've done the work and that speaks volumes in my eyes and, and again that goes back to my father like work ethic wise just like you just got to keep doing it and keep trying and keep going and if that version sucks fine let that be your rough draft version one go you know keep going and so like i've always like i hear mandy in the back of my head all the time being like you know, just do the work. Put your head down and do the work. Which and she is always, like, she's told me that advice before. And yeah. I, it knocked my socks off. Knocks and then socks. you always remind me with that advice. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. But then she's always hitting me hard with, like, do multiple versions. Mm -hmm. Like, you can spend so much time on one version. And then if nobody likes it, then you have nothing. Correct. So always come into a setting with, like, four or five things that could possibly work, just like potential oh. ideas, storyboard, a bunch of stuff. And don't have your heart broken if like one of the ideas don't work. Mm -hmm. It's like the other, the third or fourth one's probably stronger in a different way, you know? I just read this article too that she'd done an interview and she talked about that, like how in TV and like on So You Think, like you don't know who you're going to get. You have to be able to adapt the choreography. You're working within time constraints of like each contestant gets the same amount of time for rehearsal. So, like, some choreographers aren't great teachers. Some teachers aren't great choreographers. So, like, just to be able to teach and to adapt and to overcome, it's, it's a huge uh, tool. And, she, I mean, obviously, we, we work with her, and it's incredible to watch her do it. And, like, yeah. I'm, we're so lucky to be able to, you know, assist and do those things because we're learning how to do those. And, like, there's been multiple times on jobs where, like, I've been on my own now, and, like, I'm literally like, what would like, yeah, well, WWMD. Mandy has to say WWMD. What would Mandy do? And it's just like, yeah, like, okay, that's not working great. Like, scratch it. Move on to the next. How can we get that? That person doesn't like to – they obviously can't lift this person, so it's not a lift anymore. What can it be? And just, like, adapting and overcoming and doing the work. Yeah. You know? And majority of the time, you don't get to hire your friends. It's amazing when you get to do it. it like, is. that's, like, the world's literally the best place the ever. Best place. It's sunshine. <laughs> oh, my God. But when you don't get to work with your friends, yeah. you usually don't have that much time with people that, like, don't even know who you are because mm -hmm. you're, like, flailing around, you know? Like, my my favorite thing ever is to work with non-dancers and little baby munchkin kids. Which, congratulations, <laughs> working with Kelly Clarkson. I know. Th okay, that – I actually have a story for you. I have I, – I don't know – oh, I did tell you this story, but I want to tell you again because, like, I didn't work with any – actual dancers okay they were all like normal people uh -huh. actual police officers actual oh, firefighters fun. like actual just normal people and this was the opening number and this for was the opening number for her talk show cool. okay? okay and so she basically did this interview like a couple weeks before it aired saying like oh my god i'm so excited to be a talk show host like i've never done a nine-to-five job they took that interview and were like okay we're gonna do a music video with you from dolly parton's song nine to five, nine to five on with on. everybody who has nine-to-five jobs and you're just gonna oh. we're gonna insert you into each thing 
and then you're gonna go all around these little vignettes with police officers, firefighters, like any like construction workers, like you waitresses, like a mechanic, <laughs> like all this stuff. I didn't have any time to work with no, these people never. until we were on set. Yeah. And so I pretty much acted like I was her while she was getting changed. She would change, she would come in and then watch what I what I did as Kelly, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Cut to she would we would switch positions. I'd be behind the camera and I'd be like, Go get him, Tiger, you go get it, like whatever. <laughs> and I was like, You just do whatever you want, okay? Yeah. And so I just was like really like I asked like the police officer women, for example, like I asked them like, Okay, what's your best wedding dance moves? Like what can See? you give me? Like I could have come into the thing with like okay. Count. I want you to just triple yeah. axel here, come yep. from the ceiling, slide in with the, you know, <laughs> all the like, stuff. And they're like, what are you talking about? Right. What's five, six, and seven, eight? And I knew that would alarm them. Yeah. Like, it would freak them out, and I wouldn't get anything done, you know? So I just, like, did basic, basic, basic yep. wedding dance moves. Yep. That was the yep. inspo, okay? And then you got to, like, say, like, terms like, uh, like, squash the bug with your right foot, and then, like, slide, because you can't be like, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, you know? We're going to clap up to the sky, yeah. down to the floor, yes. across the room. Yeah, yeah well, all this stuff. Yeah. But... The funny story about this <laughs> is like a typical <laughs> freaking Morgan. I, my first interaction with Kelly Clarkson, I just like don't have any filter and I don't know what I'm saying. No, so like you? <laughs> if you're a celebrity or not, like I'm going to talk to you oh, like yeah. this. And sometimes yeah. it works. Sometimes it's sometimes really, it's, it's like, a backfire moment. it's, it's okay. yikes bikes. But <laughs> first interaction with Kelly, she's like in this like amazing magenta dress. It was this big parade scene. And I was like, okay, you are just going to stand right here with all these dancers coming in and around and whatever, and you're just going to come up, you're going to strut, <laughs> and you're just going to have your own fiancé moment. And I turn around, and I, like, walk off, not realizing what I just said to Kelly. Oh, oh I was like, I was literally looking at you like, what's the problem here? And I was like, oh, okay. And then I, so I turned around, and I was like, I got to save it. I got to save it, because <laughs> I still have the rest of the day to shoot with her. And I'm like, you are going to come around, and you're going to have a Kelly Clarkson moment. <laughs> and, and you're going to nail it. And she just looked at me, she's like, you know what? We're gonna have a Beyonce moment, and it like oh, totally worked in my favor. I love that. But that could have gone very yeah. south, yeah. very south, and yeah. I like almost lost it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, oh my god. And then the rest of the day, like she kept calling herself Beyonce, and Aww. I was like, no, I think you, this one could be Kelly. Like yeah. <laughs> this one's a Kelly situation. Oh my Isn't god. that incredible though? Like the art of because like some people don't even know the like their left from their right. Like honestly, like. It's like step, step on your right foot, but so they're like, what? And they can't even distribute their weight. So it's like an art form to be able to teach someone who doesn't know how to dance, per se, yeah, but how I to dance. But I love it. I yeah. love it because it's Well, like you're so personable with people, and you're so good with talking with people, and it's like you're, you're good at being able to be like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Come on. Blah, 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 you know, and it's yeah, like. Just, just go at just it. Just go at the flow, you know. But I do, if I'm ever with another celebrity, I'm going to have to filter because <laughs> I can't talk like how I talk no, to you. No, that's, that's like a charming <laughs> part about you, though. No, I don't think so. And, like, you're going to meet people that, like, you could look like the person's ex-wife and they won't like you because of that. That's like, true. You know, that's it's true. like just always be. That's also been done before. So <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. No, that's another story. Okay. Listen. Okay, okay. Back to you, Casey, because you're okay. so delicious. What <laughs> have you learned from one of your favorite projects? Okay. Um, well, I, like when you just initially said that right now, what sticks out to me is like a glee. Glee was like a huge part of my life. It was this incredible like moment where I got to, it, I grew up like for like five seasons doing this show that you didn't, I didn't know that that wasn't real life as a dancer. Like, and it was all of our, like my best friends all dancing, like all the time together. And 
it was a TV show that turned into like a world tour, which turned into a movie in 3D. And like Zach Woodley and Brooke Lipton, they, you know, they really, they helped myself and Haley Roderick and Hannah Douglas and all these, you know, amazing dancers and people and our colleagues like navigate and learn. Like they made us make show Bibles, which is like the entrance and exit and what they're doing and what you're supposed to be doing on your track in like a whole like tour. So like I knew exactly where like my entrance downstage left for slave with Heather and then going up and then being with Kevin. Like you just, you had like your whole show and turns out like we didn't really need them at all, but Zach just wanted us to learn how to do that, which cut to Shania when Mandy and I were in Vancouver doing Shania, like it helped me, uh, like, help the people like the musicians and stuff like okay allison you know that your entrance is upstage left because i had a show bible written out for everyone's entrances exits what musical instrument they had what song they were on which chorus they crossed state you know it's just the more information you had the better so i just learned the most because it was the longest job i think i've ever done and you know zach has been a huge part of my life uh, as a friend and as a um a mentor and a colleague like it's you know i've i've learned a lot about camera through him like i've assisted him on things and i'm like well, why don't we just say that he's like well it's not really our job and te you know technically it's we, we're not allowed to but and i'm like well why not and he's like well, because of this. so i've learned the most i think from that and then also um kenny ortega like changed my life he kind of took me under his wing for like four years and just showed me how to direct and what to do and how to talk to people and little little like you know uh tips on what to do and how to talk to actors and you know just it he, yeah zach and him and kenny really like stand out in my head as people that like taught me a lot for a long time as well as like obviously mandy but i don't know glee was just like outrageous and i didn't know being in it how big it was until like it was over and it was like whenever you like did a sleepover at your friend's house and you had to go home the next morning after eating pancakes that their mom made and like your mom put up the driveway and it's just like, ah, oh, I don't want to leave, you know? And so it was, yeah, that's like just Glee was just like this like phenomenal learning experience. And I didn't even know I was learning. I was just having fun, you know? Yeah. It's so interesting because it's like we can talk all day long about just like these big, huge projects, yeah. but it really boils down to just like, you as a person learning yeah. a really simple thing. 100%. And like... And I like lo I love that because it's like yeah. that's what you got away from this like amazing favorite project of yours or like this huge big opportunity was just like you now know how to talk to people. Like <laughs> that's what it boils down to. Which yes. is like I know, it's yeah. like the person in you is so much more interesting than like obviously what you do is yeah. incredible and amazing and I like oh. <laughs> I love that. You know, Thanks. but I'm just saying like, like just the person and like the energy that you are and just like you being able... I kid you not, like, not a lot of people <laughs> know how to talk to others. It's crazy, Casey. Like, and I think that's why it's just, like, so rewarding when you, like, you know, finally get opportunities, whether it be, like, you as a choreographer or just, like, knowing how to talk to a yeah. barista when you, like, order something. I was a barista. That was my first job on school. I did scholarship. I woke up at 3 a.m. I, like, opened the show, uh, opened the show, opened the store from 4 a.m. to 10 and then went to scholarship and to edge and danced for like 10 hours, went home, cried myself to sleep every night, and then woke up and did it again. And that's how I supported myself through that. So yes, 
And literally, that's in La La Land. Like, isn't Emma like a yeah. barista? Of course it is. And we know like, everything yeah, like, about La La Land. <laughs> duh. <laughs> um, yeah, she did. Like, it, so it's just, it's crazy. Like, you, yeah, it's a full circle moment. So, like, my whole life has been learning to talk to people. And as I get older, sometimes it takes everything out of me to, like, show up and, like, to talk to people. And so, because if you're, like, tired or whatever, it's, like, you know. But that's a skill that you learn on those things that, like, people yeah. are, like, if you can learn to read a room, that is, like, gold. If you can learn to walk into a room, to walk onto a set, to walk into a rehearsal and know what to say, when to say it, if to say it, that is, like, whew, that is, like, yeah. It's incredible, it's unvaluable. An asset. Yes. You are an asset. You become yes. that when yes. you like know what to do. Hundred percent. Yeah, and that, yeah, it just applies to every type of situation. Yes. <laughs> every type of job. Like no, I'm not and even real, kidding. And it's real life too. It's like because a lot of the times you're dealing with like I'm sure like on Kelly's camp and stuff you're dealing with producers and people who are like not creative brain. They're more like, well, okay, why? And you're like, oh, well, because of this or you know, it's like you just have to know how to talk to those people. And then if you can like make them feel comfortable about you doing your job, then you're golden, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good point. I liked that. That was a good case. <laughs> okay, so for my last question, and I am absolutely ecstatic to say this because <laughs> I we talk about this all the time and I'm always interviewing people of like, what's the best advice you've ever been given? And I'm like super ecstatic about it. But yeah. I like really sincerely mean like, what is the best advice that you have been given and can you kind of explain that to everybody because okay well i've been <laughs> this is okay for the listeners who don't know morgan always uh me being your friend i already, already know this about you but morgan always asks any creative person a director kelly clarkson like it doesn't matter who it is she'll always ask the people that inspire her or that she's working with uh what they're best advice they've ever gotten, which I love that this is a part of the podcast because it's so good. And um, you have a notebook full of quotes from people and it's so fun to look through who says, it's just a good idea. Um, but I have, I think three. The first one is from Bill Prudich on scholarship. He looked at me one time and I, I was scared because of something and he just said, hey Case, you just have to be brave, like be brave. And that's true in like every aspect of life. So that's my first one, be brave. My second one, was Mandy saying to me, put your head down and do the work. Cause that will just like build such a solid foundation for you. And you'll always, you can fall back on just doing the work. However many drafts or versions you have to do, who cares? Just do the work. That'll like, that's, that's enough in itself. And then um, my third one is one that you got from Jeffrey Hornaday who directed Team Beach Movie and Team Beach 2. And that was don't wait until you're not scared or afraid to do something, which is like full circle moment because that I, I came out, I decided to come out that movie, Team Beach 2, to three of my closest people in my life. And that quote literally put me in that mindset to do that. And I remember where we were on the beach. I remember seeing the, you, cause like you and I slip little fun notes to each other of quotes because we love and we love movies and we're always quoting these things and I have that piece of paper in my journal on the page that said I'm going to come out to my family and friends and that little quote I gave it back to you recently because yeah. and I love that because we've been passing <laughs> I know, it back and I know because I wrote it down and I slid it underneath yes. the hotel door and, and that same piece of paper I remember the picture I remember the pink flower in Puerto Rico it was next to I remember the day we, we were filming um 
uh, twist that front upside down. And like, just, I just remember the smell and it was such a pivotal, I needed to hear that. And timing is everything, says Garrett Hedlund from Country Strong, <laughs> which if you haven't seen that movie and you want to have your life changed, you should. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just, it really, it changed my life forever. So be brave. Put your head down and do the work. And don't wait until you're not afraid to do something because you'll never feel ready. And that is just like mind mind-blowing yeah. to me you know I absolutely love that you said that I almost teared up a little bit because <laughs> it's like, from you it's from, yeah and that was when me and you first met so that was like our first thing and like yeah. it was just and like ever since then we're always sitting close to each other and movies and by the way Little Miss Sunshine I just watched that movie again and there's that scene where she's in the bed Abigail Bres- Breslin yes Breslin? yeah and she's like crying and she's thinking she's not good enough and her grandpa tells her that she Goosebumps. Oh my god. I'm Casey, I'm like already starting to cry and I don't want to keep crying, but I know what it's, you're saying. I watched that again recently and again, like I was just like, wow. Like that's why we're storytellers and we're creators is like just moments like that that like speak to people and human nature and like just like like love and like wow and like also just country strong. Also country strong. <laughs> but also like I can hear from everybody, like all like from even the best person ever that I want them to tell me like how good I am you know yeah but when your mom says it or your grandpa or someone who's like so like rich in your life of just love it it melts you even more like than your biggest biggest inspiration person you know like telling you you know so like when her grandfather said that and like that's all she ever wanted was like her little like (laughs) her little belly I mean like she's just like I have nieces that age and like you know I'm like the like cool uncle from like Hollywood whatever like doesn't matter like if they knew how uncool I was (laughs) like they would be shattered so I just we don't tell them that I just pretend I also don't tell my nieces that yeah I'm just like yeah totally. And anyway, like, just, like, you can see in their eyes when they ask you a question and, like, it means a lot to them and they're, like, you know, their little eyes light up and they're, like, waiting for your answer and, like, you say something and then they're, like, wow, oh, okay, yeah. And, like, like my little, my niece Haley wants to be a, a director and she's, like, 13 now, my oldest niece, and she's, like, really serious about it. So she always asks, like, okay, how come in La La Land this happened or how like how did how did you guys film um, the traffic section? And I explained like the prep for that, and, you know what Mandy did, and she's just like her eyes like light up. Yeah, and it's yeah. so fun to so when you do hear, I think from someone close to you, that means a yeah. lot. The closer the weight of it, and and sometimes they say it a lot. Yeah. Sometimes they don't, and then it's like out of nowhere where your dad calls you and he's just like driving on Vern. the road. Freaking Vern's calling <laughs> me, being like, hey, you know what? Like, Vern Larson. I'm really glad really glad you're doing that you know because i think we're kind of they, s- they don't even mean they don't even know they what they're don't saying even know Casey. it's just the way that they say it and the timing of it and you're just like oh, i needed that yeah <laughs> like do we want emma stone to tell us like yes you guys are onto the right track <laughs> yes. your analysis of la la land is excellent <laughs> <laughs> that would be great to hear Duh. but if our dad said it oh, like yeah. we'd be like yeah. oh so you listen yeah okay, and thanks. like <laughs> my dad is a man of few words and our relationship's gotten really great as i've gotten older and like as like i've become a man or whatever like we just understand each other a lot better and um he'll like my duet premiered on so you think and it's a very personal duet about like my family and like you know he like my mom had said like you know the best part of watching your duet besides like having to like watch it through like my tears or whatever it was kind of funny she's like i looked at your father and he was like had the biggest smile on his face and he doesn't ever 
like he's not an emotional person, but he just like had this huge smile on his face. And she's like, he, he rarely shows that. And he was so elated and so proud of you. And I was just like, because my dad wouldn't like really necessarily like express that. Or he, I mean, I know he's proud of me. He always yeah. tells me, but like the way that my mom told me that my dad felt like that was just like the like best. Like it was just, it was huge. And like, this is the guy that like, he sent me like a thumbs up. <laughs> like, you know, I just know, like, it's like. That anyone, was the best emoji ever. Because like know? anyone else that sends me a thumbs up, I'm like. Are you, on, say, are you saying, like, it? good job? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like, are you trying to be, like... Yeah. Like, are, is that We're okay? confused. We're confused. Yeah, and, but then my dad sent, like, a thumbs up, and it's, you like... You felt his actual thumb <laughs> through the phone, and, yeah, and you're, like, And he oh, was just, like, okay. good job. And that meant the most to me, because he's the closest to me, you know? Yeah. So... Oh, my gosh. Well, Case, you're just the raddest. Thanks. Thank you for you're keeping it up all yeah. these years. You're the We're most <laughs> epic. Well, come on. Get out of here. Um, Seriously? one of my favorite guests so far so good job thanks really nailed it so i want everyone to watch your so you think you can dance duet yeah check it out it's it'll be, be on it'll it's, be it's on. amazing if you haven't seen it yeah. also miss marvelous mrs mazel yep. is going to feature Casey <laughs> <Bunny>. <laughs> it's gonna be a huge <laughs> moment for me or it's cut we don't know <laughs> we don't know <laughs> well but we can't the anticipation is gonna you should watch to, to find out and also like seriously watch country strong like i cannot it's the it's a beautiful piece of art and mm -hmm. like it's an oldie and a goodie if anybody could play me in a movie it would be gwyneth paltrow <gasps> it would be gwyneth paltrow as kelly Cantor playing casey money oh <laughs> snap okay think on that everybody yeah. and that's a wrap that's a uh. wrap oh, okay thanks thanks for having us